can be only one podcast and may it be the prince of the universe. Hi, folks. I'm Matt. And I'm Bruce. Hey. Hey, hey. Remember when your son was little? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, talk about a few things. Just just kind of shoot the breeze for this since I have you around here and we're going to do this. Uh, there's a movie we both saw recently uh, that I want to talk about just for a minute. Folks, if you're looking for something to watch, we will both, without kidding, recommend The, the Menu. menu. It's actually really good. It made me hungry. Um, I did not know anything about The Menu. <laughs> I, I had and seen a trailer a while back. Didn't think too much of it, but then I heard, kept hearing people talk about it. I, I heard, I've heard nothing about the movie. I didn't hear people talking about it. It just popped up on my streaming service. I'm guessing it did for you too. It was on HBO, yeah. Yeah, okay. And I was like, "What is this?" I was like, uh, "The menu." Okay. And I read about. It, I was like, uh, I, "And I watched the trailer." You know, I was like, "Eh." I Trailer's guess. a little misleading. Trailer's a little misleading, but it 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 got me interested a little bit. I was like, "All right, I'll watch." And. Uh, it's some, one of the things I, I had to watch. I didn't have anything to watch over my lunch break. And I watched it for the 30 minutes. I was like, oh, this is getting finished when I get home. Because <laughs> I was like, this really pulls you in. And not not to do... Well, we may do spoilers later on. And it's on, one of those but, things. It's, it's, it pulls you in with nothing really happening. It's atmosphere. Yeah, it's the atmosphere. It's the look. It's feel. There's some humor in there, too. It's a dark comedy. But it's, it's a dark not, comedy. Like, it's not slap your knee dark comedy. It, but it's, it's got just... some mystery and intrigue. Everything has meaning. Uh, the 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 guy who plays the head chef is excellent. Yeah. He is weird, but I could see Liam Neeson doing that role, like being the villain for once <laughs> and everything. But anyway, so, yeah, something that seems lighthearted and fun, starts you see something's not right, and then things go really dark. And and then the only thing that's cheesy about this is the ending, but I forgive it. Yeah, I for, I mean it's really cheesy at the end, but I forgive it because the movie, it's hard to keep me engaged with a movie like that, and that movie kept me engaged the entire time. So those last five minutes of the film, or they are garbage, but I forgive that movie, and I still think the movie's excellent. Yeah, it, I agree with you. That's when it stretches. It goes. I mean. Yeah, everything stretches beyond the boundaries of reality, but you really can't imagine the ending, the way it happened. They should have had something. They, they call it out that the characters never fight back. Yeah, and that was my problem the whole time is that the 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 the, the people never fight back. But there's a reason for that because he's giving them hope and then taking it away all the time and breaking their spirits. But there's no reason why they would give up at the end. Yeah, and it, so they should have had another scene somewhere that just completely breaks them. Yeah, to where they just sit there and take it, but you but, know, it, well, it, it, that's the only thing I would say. Oh uh, man, we're gonna have to do spoilers here. I just realized that because I do want to talk about this movie now. <laughs> okay, so um, I don't know when you just buy, just buy, watch the men- hey, watch the menu, then come back, just hit pause, come back, and listen to us later. Okay, so enjoy the movie; it's really good. All right, so spoily, spoily, spoilers. Okay, I love some of the things I love. I love that when they show the dishes and then it starts getting a little comedic yeah. right uh what brian's mess or whatever yeah. <laughs> or and then uh or so-and-so's plate of lamb chop that looks just awful oh, dude, yeah, okay. that was great what was it called <laughs> i don't remember i can't remember but that was just great that was great there were some great because at first it would start off as a culinary visual thing and then it became a joke a dark joke after a while like wow it's it a really mean good. joke <laughs> a mean joke uh, the reason everyone was there. Everyone's there for a specific reason, and we find out why. All of them are good. The only one that's a little hokey, but I but I love it, was John Leguizano. 
Yeah. And he just didn't like his movie. But it's because he's he should have been good in it, but he didn't appreciate his craft, his acting ability, and he accepted a crappy role. And that kind of disheartened him when people, you know, who are supposed to Well, he's an artist. Craft, food he's artist. an artist. So, and, you know, he expects I get he expects everyone same. else to do the same. He sacrifices everything. And he's talking to the prostitute about being an artist herself, so taking pride in your work. So that was established and I'm fine with him being in there is what I'm saying. But the food critic makes sense. The rich person who just goes there for the status, doesn't really care about the food, just likes to tell people he's been nine times at $5,000 yeah. a plate. Can't, can't remember a name of one dish. Can't remember a name of one dish he ever had there. Uh, and then the the obsessive foodie who wants to pretend he's one of them, but he's really not, and the chef knows this. And was told what was going to happen and Came brought somebody anyway. with him anyway. <laughs> yeah, so totally disrespectful Which person. I will say, one thing I like is the chef whispered something to him and then he went off and killed himself and they never revealed that i like that oh i love i love they the keep that nuances they don't explain everything. everything and that's what i you love see, about you it you see a spirit broken and he goes and kills himself um, but the, you know, they don't they don't, uh, they don't baby feed you obviously anything. the girl he was supposed to bring had something too but we don't know what it was mm-hmm. but she was supposed to die and like the chef, head chef was fine killing her off but there was a reason but we don't ha- know why and we don't need to know uh the uh, what was who was the other oh oh the the social media guys who kind of put him on the map or whatever or something but now they're all about getting the clicks and getting the getting their own thing it's about the art um, the best part is in a way the ending as she gets she figures out a way to get out yeah by having him make a burger what because she saw that picture of him as a young kid Where lo- he was happy happy making burgers and I'll be he just makes a regular cheeseburger and it looks great by the way it makes you want a <laughs> cheeseburger too. So they do a great job. Well, and no, he the get, thing is, she says she's still hungry. Oh yeah. Oh no, it's great. It's great. And so that's she's kind of she's she's walking the line of being killed on the spot. But you know, he kind of realized what's going on. He's kind of stuck because he it takes him back to his nostalgia uh, point when he was a happy kid, and lets her go. Nods yeah, the and thing is, the thing is, it felt it felt true. He had yes. he had his goal, his plan, and. He wasn't she was tricked. never a part of it. He wasn't tricked by he, her, no. but but she was playing the right notes to where he Appreciated played the notes back. Because here's someone who loved food, just loves food. Doesn't have to be fancy. Has to be a good cheeseburger, and that's something that he loved making. That's part of his. It's the little you know guilty thing you love uh, that you you know if you still eat pudding pops as an adult because you loved them as a kid. Something like that. It's something like that. So it's he has a soft spot for that. That she really wanted it. And enjoy it. He already knows that she didn't think much of fancy food. He's wondering about that. But then he sees that she does love food, and it's his favorite food, and he enjoyed making it. He has joy for the first thing. He hasn't had joy in a long time making his meals. But here's a customer who appreciates it. Gives her a doggy bag, lets her on her way. And this is where the, this is where the movie fails a little bit, the audience. And I, like I said, I forgive it. I forgive it. But at that one moment, everyone sees her walk out. Therefore, there is the first time of true hope. But yet, what do the characters do? They sit there and get roasted alive. <laughs> and that made no sense, especially right after a hopeful scene. Now, if it was something like, we're all going to die either way, he poisoned us a few courses ago, and it's running through our skin, and we can feel it kind of paralyzing us, that would have been better, because there's no hope. But yet it ended on her escaping, not escaping, but being let go. And everyone seeing that, 
And why does everyone suddenly just don't even, they don't even move. They just allow themselves to burn alive. That make no sense. And, and there's the, also the stretch that all of the cooks in the kitchen would go along with this whole plot. Well, you can understand maybe a couple of them. I'll, I'll forgive that too, because yeah. he has brainwashed them they're over time. So they're all obsessed and they're all, they want to make him happy. They want to please him. They will do anything for chef. I'm fine with that. I'm fine. Cause we're, we, they've already established they were brainwashed from the very beginning, yeah. living in the same bunker, pooping in the same open space, stuff like that. So we automatically know there's something off of the chefs, which was good. That was good. Uh, but what, the, the real problem was why are all the guests just sitting around there allowing themselves to be burnt to a crisp when they just saw him let someone And I will go. say, I do like that Asian girl that, you know, kind of... Oh, she was great. She was great. She was great. No, she was great. No, no. I love everyone. See, see, she had that she, she had that nice sweetness and menace. Oh, and then she could pull and it was the same character. Yeah. Same Didn't change character, but they, it was the like, same person. They talk about person. the bread. You know, when they wanted the when people, you know, they yeah. serve the bread and they, people are asking for the bread. And yeah. she, she gets to say the right lines just uh, as customer service. You know, telling you what's going on and being apologetic and then saying something that tells them to shut the F up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I loved it. Um, and then at the end, the girl who escapes it sits back, watches the whole island burn alive, and eats her burger. I get it, but you're basically saying the F word over and over again and crying profusely <laughs> if you get through something like that. So, I mean, I get it. She, it's a good burger. I get it, okay? That's, you know, but they already did that joke in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> That's one tasty burger. I wish it Samuel Jackson. That'd have been great at the end. But Samuel Jackson's the cop. Well, it's, more of the, it's more of the but, uh, Fight Club ending where you're watching I know, well, I know, I know, I'm watching it burn. I get that, but eh, she was she was a little... And she didn't like any of the people there. She's def or she doesn't like any of the people there, but she's definitely unnerved and panic, scared stiffless for her life. At the very end, which I would say that actress plays panic-stricken oh, in all the movies she's, she's in. She does panic she, great. In she does movie. great. She's <laughs> she's petrified in this movie, especially at the end when she asks, "Oh, my eyes are too big for my stomach. Uh, could I have a doggy bag?" I mean, it's just everything's like, if I play this, if I if she knows, if she says one wrong thing, he will kill her. But she she's playing the right thing and hoping that this will work. But at the same time. You're holding your breath too for the character. She's got those big eyes. That's yes. what really sells it. But you don't know if in that movie, I did not know if he was, she was going to make it out alive yeah. or not. You know, because I thought, no, this is where everyone's going to. I just thought everyone's going to die. Because his whole option was, okay, you can die with them or you can die with us. I mean, yeah. you're obviously not one of them, and we're inviting you to just come die join with us. us. Yeah. So it was just, it was just really wonderful. And then, but you know, at the end, she's like, eh. F them, and then eats the burger, you know, which is looks like a good burger. Maybe a little bit of a grin. By the way, make a cheeseburger, save it to the end, and eat it. You'll thank me later. It's one of those things. I I will say, I think I do believe the cheeseburger is probably my favorite food of all, you know, period. Oh, I'm a burger guy through and more more than pizza. I'm a burger guy. You know, I like going and having a nice meal, but the movie's right. The cheeseburger. Is really where it's at. You get a good cheeseburger. But oh yeah, yeah. Else you can no, get. yeah. Good cheeseburger goes a long way. My my good cheeseburger can have. I'm I'm fine with ketchup mustard on a cheeseburger. I'm fine with some uh, cheese. I would like some onion. I would like some. Uh, I would like a pickle. I got. I have to have pickles on my cheeseburger. Mm, yeah. But uh, and a good burger. Bacon. Oh, bacon's fine too. So small pins on there. And What's Will doing next time he comes in? <laughs> he's making us burgers. That's what he's doing. He's making us cheeseburgers and then setting us all on fire. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so you're, when I saw this movie, I felt really bad because Megan really likes watching movies, and I really don't. And this is a movie I just saw on the whim, and I should have watched it with her because I think she would have loved it. However, you said your wife did not like no. it. No. Now, this is interesting. Why was she not a fan? It's not gruesome. It's not... I, she, it's, did, she doesn't like the tension and the killing. Okay. Even even when he... There's one chef assistant who shoots himself in the head, blows, but they really didn't show that much. No, it's not... It's not gory. gory. It's not... Not really, but it is intense. I will yeah, say that intense. it's really tense the whole time, um, and, you, and even before it gets, it takes a dark turn. You know something is wrong, and it bothers you. Oh man, I love where he gave all the men a, a run for it, and they all start running like cowards. Wait, so what they show for, you in the trailer, and it makes you think that they're you know going to be hunting them down. I, I really thought that was the be the point of the movie. Yeah, because of that one little scene, but it's you know. That's not, oh, when just, he gave the guy the egg when he was hiding the chicken. For winning, for winning, for being the last one they found. Oh, that was Excellent. so funny. But the the one guy who didn't want to run away ended up just looking in to see what they were going to eat next. Yeah. You know, really? Who, who, what else has that dude played? I've he seen was him. Beast in the uh, the younger Beast. Ah, I could Mad not. Max. I could see. I didn't have. I didn't. I didn't have Megan with me to tell me where he was from. No. But I, he looked so familiar. But he was Beast. That's right. So, and you know what? That's the best role he's ever played, is in the menu. I thought he did really good. And th- that was the, he was the reason that I watched it, because in the trailer at the very end, where he's the chef's talking about they're going to die, he goes, Chef, is this uh, uh, smoke at wood, uh, smoke cherry I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. Like, the chef's like, kind of, he's like, yes, whatever. Moving on, I just gave a speech that everyone's going to die, and you're asking, what is this? What is this I'm tasting? I'm tasting a little bit of rue, whatever. Because you know? he knew it was going to happen. You he tell Will, you tell your brother is a chef. I haven't told him about this movie yet. I think I think William, he would love it. I think William would love this movie. I think it absolutely go bonkers of this. It's his movie, and I think a lot of people would. It's it's really good. I've not seen one like this. Let me ask you this: There's news I just found out prior to you coming here tonight. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Dexter Origins. They're doing another one. They're going to do a prequel. With, you know, Showtime has teamed up with Paramount Plus or merged together, my, my, and they need streaming stuff, baby. My first thought is they're getting desperate. That's an awful decision. Um, I, I'm sure what's his face will will do the commentary. You know, de- like like you yeah, know, he'll probably he can't play the when role. I was a kid. Yeah, he can't play the when I was young. My mind, but the Dark Passenger. That would my help life. if he if he uh, did commentary. It, yeah, know? but I'm torn because I really like the last Dexter season. Yeah, they, we needed that. It was. I thought my wife hated the ending, but I thought it was, it was good. A good ending. It was better than the last ending, and I was fine with it. I was happy with it. I don't want him back, even as a prequel. I don't think that deserves a prequel. Just giving thoughts there. I don't even know if I'll watch it right now. Like no, this, that's Showtime the, saying, "What do we have that was successful? Let's I know, do that again." I know, and it's sad because it was a good call. What else? Uh, by the way, spoilers done? on Dexter, but uh, it was a good call to kill him off. Mm-hmm. It was a good call to end it they like that. They should have done that with the originals. They should have done that with the originals. I, I totally agree. But this was good. Yeah. You know, Dexter looks like he's going to get away again like he always does and live a new life and get to live another, you know, he's got his way out. He's weaseled his way out again. He's on the run. No. And I like what they did with his son, but we don't need to see his son as a We secret. don't need to see his son as a serial killer. We don't need to see anything left. I, they left on. Sometimes you got to walk away from a series and yeah. let go. And that's one of them. But I don't know what else Showtime could bring. Oh, Billions is getting some kind of prequel. Or whatever. Never watched it. I never watched it either. But I, I don't think I ever watched anything else on Showtime, to be honest. 
So I don't, I don't know what we need. We need something with Spartacus, but I don't know what. But, oh, my goodness. But that wasn't Showtime. That was Showtime. Oh, no, it wasn't was, Showtime. Uh, it was Stars. Stars. That's right, Stars. It's too bad. I would like to see more. Like instead of House Batiatas, give us other houses, maybe. I know. <laughs> no, I just no. want to see more hey, gladiator fights. If you fights. bring back Bariatas, I would watch whatever you did with him. I don't care. <laughs> oh yeah, man, that they were good. Oh, they my were goodness. so good. That's such a good. I need to watch that again now. Um, you could raise him from the dead. I would watch that show because he was so good. <laughs> if you've never seen Spartacus, first off, this is not a family show. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. It's not a family show, and this sucks because I really want Megan to watch it. Except for all the gratuitous. Except half of it <laughs> is gratuitous. No, half of it is just plain out full frontal nudity on both ends. And and the the other half is just gratuitous violence. <laughs> but it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I feel like Dennis Leary. I want to eat raw meat while I'm watching. <laughs> I want to eat cheeseburgers while watching this. And the thing is, I thought about this. This is something I'm not going to watch with my children. I can't do that. They you can't even admit that even you watch it get, to your kids. Even when they get older, <laughs> I can't say that because it's awkward watching that with your dad. You can't watch it, but it's like, how do you not? I, how do you, you can't suggest this to any of your friends who are decent people? Well, it's like you know, you know, uh, you know Jackson watched The Boys without me. I'm okay, watch it with him. But I'm never going to mention Spartacus because I don't want. Part of me is like, I don't want you to watch that. That's my son. I'm trying to protect you yeah, from these yeah. things. <laughs> That's so sticky. And at the same time, I was like, Oh, what am I going to watch it again? I know. I want to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, the first time I watch it, the second time I watch it, Megan just happened to come in and out of each of those scenes. Like it only looked like a 300 TV show, which she's not interested in. That's good. And then once he'd leave. They're boinking at it again, man. <laughs> those, those frisky Romans. <laughs> and like I said, man, I mean, hey, there's equality in that nudity. I mean, there's a good <laughs> there's a good role of Mel Shiners <laughs> in one scene that I pray and when I watch it again, that's the moment Roger decides to come visit. <laughs> uh. But uh, Roger's an old roommate of ours. But anyway, um, God bless America. Uh, I, I, but anyway, I heard that, and I'm like, I'm not interested in a prequel. I don't want to see one. I don't even know. Like, at this point, you know, Firefly, they're just never going to bring back, I guess. That's just a pipe dream now. Well, uh, and, you know, Josh Whedon has his own problems. Well, uh, Whether we see him do anything again will be He hasn't done anything, has he? He's kind of He's been, had his Me Too moments. Oh. Wait, doesn't he get to come back? When does uh, he get out of the little jail? I don't know. I, I mean, know. He, he's been laying all low. These stories coming out. Kevin from... Spacey came back out. Uh, you know, he did a what kind some kind of movie, got got some French award. Thank uh, the French for not believe, dwelling in cancel culture. And the thing is, you know, Josh Whedon's last legacy to us was Justice League. Oh goodness. Well, it was better than Snyder Cut. No, no, it was not. No, yes, it, it was, was not. The, the Josh Whedon <coughs> version was was horrible, and uh, but the thing is, you know, he he had his issues. They've been all these stories coming out from the um, yeah from the Buffy set. You know, it's not good. Yeah, no. But at the same time, Sarah Michelle Geller was a big defender of him for the longest, like singing his praises and everything. She's not anymore. She's not anymore. But that's because other people got brave first. Yeah. Um. 
And, but even when people were coming out, like the first one to come out was very early was, um, what's her name? She went to Angel. Um, yeah. But I can't remember her yeah. name. But that actress was has been vocal, and everyone else just ignored her. Now, what was the name of the little sister? Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. yeah, but there was, uh, you know, the stories of, you know, the guy that played Xander was like, he was always not letting her alone with Josh. Yeah. He was always making sure that he was, so this was, it, it was, uh, whatever was yeah. going on was not good. Yeah. It was, was really the thing bad. Is, there was some early rumors of some just ran, you know, normal Hollywood infidelity stuff. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. It's just, it, it happens. happens. It's right. But then you start to, the, all these other rumors and stuff coming out. I was like, oh my goodness. You know, but hey, that's why you never, ever trust a male feminist because they're the worst. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They're that for a reason. Hiding. Sheep's hiding in wolves' clothes. Yeah. So I think, yeah. But anyway, uh, what other upcoming, is there any upcoming TV shows or something you've heard of? Or No. No? None. Are you watching anything right now? I just finished uh, Lovecraft Country. Oh yeah, okay. Go ahead. Because my, you know, speaking of my woke bona fides. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's after watching MAGA forever. You yeah. decide to watch. Well, the thing is, you know, the main character in the show, he's going to be playing uh, Kang. He's Kang in the. Uh, in the oh, movie. you told me and that. So I kind of wanted to watch. I you know, that. I wanted to see. See know, the actor. I, I like Lovecraft. I, I enjoy a lot of stuff. I'm, I was curious to see how it goes. And the thing is, there. in a way, it was inter- it was very interesting. Okay. Period. But at the same time, it, you know, white people are the devil. I didn't know if you knew that. Yeah, we get to There are the zero, zero white characters that are even remotely decent in this whole show. No. It's to be expected. It, 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 uh, and, and even when they would try, you know, you think you're going to. Like this, uh, one this black lady has, has this potion turns her into a white woman. Okay, and you think, oh, we're gonna learn the similarities between the you know people. Yeah. No. She she just goes out and has a day on the town as a white woman. Okay. You know it all. You know everything's wonderful. She comes back, and the guy that gave her the potion was just like, hey, you you left your money and stuff here. And, uh, and he's like, I didn't need it. I was white. <laughs> and I was like, that's an SNL skit with Eddie Murphy. My goodness. <laughs> We're really going to go here with this? <laughs> and that's when like every white person that watched the show is like, I cannot relate to the show at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Do you know a show that was so woke it's hilarious? It's really worth watching. The reboot of Shane by the Bell. It only lasted two seasons and it canceled because it's complete garbage. But it's like, it's almost like they're making fun of the woke. I mean, they're really trying to go as woke as they could, but it just really starts getting hilarious. Like the white guys are just self-centered idiots, but they're your favorite characters because everyone else seems petty and mean <laughs> and depressive and sarcastic toward everyone. And that's but what yet, I hear about the uh, the Scooby-Doo show on HBO Max that people are complaining about is that it, it's so woke, but it's like all the woke people are just petty and vindictive yes. and, and, and this was kind of the same like all the people in the show they were you know they were getting comeuppance against real wrongs but they it was like turning them into villains and doing it yeah i mean the show ended with this you know young girl who was a sweet little girl you know killing the main villain who was trapped under a rock because that's how they left her and she just snuck in and but it's like 
why do why have the little girl sweet innocent little girl go do that other than she gets to smash the head of the white woman you know it it, it just yeah it was corrupting right what what about um here's here's another one we'll talk about what do you hope to see in the final season of Cobra Kai? Hillary Swank. Shut up. <laughs> you don't. You're just doing that to get a rise I want to see a really good tournament. I really, I want the tournament to be more than one episode. I want it to be multi-episodes. I yeah, see, I would like that. I yeah. would like that too. And I would like, I would like more, I don't know. I don't know how they could bring in another club. But, but something. We, we got one season. We can't bring in more. You could. Mike starts his own club. But they have to start it. The thing is, if Mike had a club already, yes. Or they hadn't introduced Mike yet. It surely has. And by the way, they're talking about spinoffs for Cobra Kai after this. The Cobra Kai world will have spinoffs. They're talking about original Cobra Kai. You know, Johnny, young Johnny. That would be the one that I'm the most interested in. Some of the other ones they've talked about, I'm not. Young Miyagi, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not for young Miyagi. Uh, young Cobra Kai, maybe because that kid that they got is Johnny. Is Johnny's, you know, if it's not his son, it's his illegitimate son. No <laughs> one's saying anything. But uh, yeah, that would be interesting. That one would be is like before Daniel came, yeah. you know, right? Or it's going to end as Daniel enters the picture. Okay, that'd be fun, I guess. But I'm not sure if I don't need anything. I I, I kind of wish the writers would just let it go because they've done a great job. Well done. Take another '80s franchise and do the same thing, or or whatever. You know, what what is there another movie out there that you really love? And said, you know what? There's more to this story. The Last Starfighter. <laughs> I'd love, I'd love the Last Starfighter. I've already given my thoughts on how that me, could play out. Right now, in this point in history, I am scared to death of Hollywood doing sequels I, of anything. I, I am too, but I trust these guys. I wanted Willow, and I can't watch Willow. Have you tried? No. Okay. I just I, heard too much. It's, I watched the movie again. What a great movie. It is. What a fun movie. Uh, my wife had never seen it, I guess. I'm, but I'm just telling you, at some point, this era where they're just trashing on everything is going to pass, and then they can start doing this. But the here's the sad thing. Stuff if this Willow, see. and this is the sad thing, if this Willow TV show had come out 15 years earlier, it probably would have been great. Probably would have been great. That's the thing. Because instead of just inserting whatever message you're trying to bludgeon over the audience's head, you actually just focus on a good story, which is not Chris Claremont's story. <laughs> Three awful books. Awful books. Couldn't even, like I told, Books of Moon would not buy those back. They were hardback, and they wouldn't buy them back. They bought torn-up paperbacks of Star Trek, but they wouldn't buy that one. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, if you, the, want, if you want to get a cheap book, <laughs> you can find that one. Very easily. Yeah, those books are horrible too, and they don't they don't they don't tie into the series. I think because Willow goes by Willow and not Thorn, his <laughs> new name or whatever. Because Chris Kerman is like, it's, it's not canon. Is that what you're saying? I guess. <laughs> but th- that's the time I'll be. Yeah, that's good. Blow it up. It's a podcast I listen to. Three hundred seventy four pages. We'll never get back. Where they? It's the guys that <laughs> it's the guys that do riff tricks. Shut up! And they and they basically do uh, you know a, a novels, and they did the first book in that. That's great. And they still consider that the worst book they they've covered. Good deal. Yeah, Chris. By the, the way, thing is, they didn't even have fun with that one because it was so bad. <laughs> they, that is a was, terrible book. Every episode was just them like, why do we have to continue? <laughs> it's a terrible book. It's a terrible book. It's a terrible series. It's I, I've I've erased it from my mind. 
I may not have finished the first book, but it was so bad. And I wanted to read these, and they were so bad. Chris Claremont, I was never impressed with him. He was overrated back in the 90s with X-Men. Because yeah. I've read some of his stuff. He was like, oh, no, it's the X-Men that were hot. It's their drawings, that the drawing the hot ladies in tights. That's why people got X-Men. But I mean, did you go? Have you gone back and read some of that garbage? He is—he's definitely overwordy. Oh, he's terrible. He feels like he—he he feels like he's getting paid by the letter. Yes, there's just word bubbles everywhere. While they're both—it's funny—they're both racing to see who hits this button in the danger room first. And while they're taking each of the final three steps, they say or think four paragraphs each of thoughts. It, it can't physically happen in that span of time. It's, it's terrible, but then the stories just don't go anywhere. And I don't know why he got so much accolades back then. He's a terrible writer. Does he still work? Uh, I, I don't know. Why really? can't they cancel that guy just for being <laughs> sucky at his job? I don't know. Is there a writer that you always liked in comic books? Peter David. Oh, you love Peter David. That's right. Anyone who hasn't... Did they ever collect his last Hulk issues in a trade paperback? Have they, I'm sure they oh, have. Oh, yeah. They got uh, like four Hulk... Um, omnibuses that collect his whole run. Oh, that's what you need to get then. That's a pretty good because that's the one you had me reading, and I loved it. And even how it ended was really good because he was taking steps to Maestro. Yeah. And then they rebooted it. And what'd you think of that first book? Don't make me cry on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you got it, and you were like, "Oh, it's like watching your favorite TV show." You know, that's really intense. Lots of good drama. Lots of good special effects. And they bring in John and then Byrne. They bring in also one of those. I think, in my opinion, is overrated. Yeah, I never yeah. was a big John Byrne fan. But people love his X Men, his Fantastic Four. Yeah, run, it's fa- yeah, and, and stuff. But you know, and then he brings it back to like so SpongeBob SquarePants style, like Kitty so version. But anyway, all right, folks. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome. We'll see you next time on Princes of the Universe.